Miniwakoni, Miniwakoni, Miniwakoni. Water is life. So, we're driving down the road, I've got my iPhone open, and I am pressing buttons and trying to figure out where is that little dirt road we're looking for, we're supposed to turn down, and suddenly the signal goes out, and I don't know where we are, and I look up, we've crested a hill in the plains of South Dakota, and beautiful grasslands everywhere, and we crest this hill, and suddenly, there they are. <laughs> Lots of military guys dressed up in full combat gear, I guess in riot gear. And I can't see their faces. They have masks over them, and they seem to be very weaponized. And all I can see are their mouths, and they aren't smiling. And there's a tank, and there is a huge semi with a satellite dish going around. And my cousin is driving, and I say, turn around! this is the wrong way turn around you turn and so she flips Yui in the middle of the road and we go back and we look for the right road <laughs> that we're supposed to be on because we don't want to go through the police blockade and we find it and we find this little dirt road and we follow the dirt road down and we see the sign for the standing rock reservation and it just seemed like such a good idea three weeks prior <laughs> to go to Standing Rock. And as I get there, I realize for a moment, I hate leaving Alaska. I love Alaska so much. I really am not into confrontation. Oh, I'm very claustrophobic. Like, things get dark and I whimper like a small animal. And there's a good chance I'm going to get arrested. And then we drive onto the reservation, and I see the Missouri River laid out in front of us, and thousands upon thousands of tents, and people, and teepees, and it's beautiful. And then I remember I hate crowds. But <clears throat> it seemed like a good idea, and here I am. And so I take a moment, and I breathe, and I call on Bear, because this is just this thing I do. And I say, Bear, can you help me out? Give me a little strength. And I calm myself for a moment, and I do get a message. And Bear says, just walk the land and uh, get your strength and learn. So... We go down into camp and we set up our little camp spot by the Missouri River with 5,000 other people of the Lakota and Dakota Sioux Nation and their seven other tribes and many, many other indigenous and non-indigenous people from around the world who have come to make a stand at Standing Rock to not protest, but to protect the land. That is the whole mission, to be there for the water and the land. And this um, is in response to the Dakota pipeline that is being built and probably groundbreaking, they hope, in a few weeks, to be built under the river, the Missouri River, which is the only um, water that these people have. And so they're there to protect it. And why have I come? <laughs> I've come because I love water, I love land, and I love people. Those are my three things. 
And besides all that, I've tried to live an authentic life. And when I heard about this issue, I thought this is authentic. If I'm going to be me, Wendy, authentic, I must go and see what I can do to support. This is our life, right? This is our chance. So for all these reasons, I end up there. And the moon is just coming up, and it's a huge orange moon. And everybody in camp, 5,000 people spread out, stop, and face the moon. And we hear this, and I realize it's all of us. It's coming from us, and it's just a quiet, nice howl. It's very wonderful. And immediately after that, there is a huge spotlight on us that comes from across the side, the other side of the river, and it's like 20 feet up, and there's a line down the river for, I don't know, a mile. And there is spotlights on our camp. And it makes it very hard to walk around. It's blinding. And it is the military-industrial complex that is protecting the pipeline over there. And everybody seems used to it. And we wave. And it's daunting. And then soon after, the drones start flying. And they're kind of loud and annoying. And they circle all night long. And helicopters and planes. And this is a no-fly zone. So this is life at Standing Rock, a piece of it. Um, and then we all wake up together and we get to work in the camp. Um, the elders are there teaching, telling stories by the fire, moving things in and out and supplies, and helping the world understand what's happening so that we can protect the water. And that's why I'm there, to do work. So I get asked on one of these days that blur into each other if I will participate in a ceremony and I'm invited to come to a medicine wheel ceremony. And I say, yes, I will come. And they're hoping for a few hundred people to take a walk out to Turtle Island, a special spot where they want to hold a ceremony for the water and make a stand. And so I go and I go to learn and we are talking on the way out, and it takes many hours, and we are literally walking through the plains. And I think, oh, I'm walking the land. I'm supposed to be doing that. And thank you, Bear. And, and as I'm walking, I'm talking to elders and hearing stories, and there's drumming, and there is sage being burned, and it's very peaceful. And they're teaching us how to not protest, but protect. And so they say, if any police come, we're going to go up to the line where they're holding their line. Um, we're going to wish them well. We're not going to interact, and we're not going to get anything going. We're here to honor the land and build a medicine wheel. A medicine wheel is an ancient um, ceremony, and it is something that... Um, has been happening in indigenous cultures for hundreds and hundreds of years. And you build a big circle. And you have all the four directions honored. And they want to build this with all of the people to teach us, but also to teach the world. And they're going to videotape this as a ceremony and to honor the waters. So there's a section of the circle that is red for people of indigenous color. There's a white section that honors many of us here. There's a black section for the people of color, and there's a yellow section for people of um, Asian persuade. And it's just honoring all the peoples of the world. And so we create this huge medicine circle. It is probably 100 feet wide. 
And we sit in the circle, and we put all of our kids in the middle because the wheel moves around them. And then the indigenous people come around the outside of the circle. I'm sitting in the circle with people, and the indigenous people come to the outside because they are there to protect all of us. That is their job, to protect the land and the water and all of us. So it's quite wonderful. And as we're sitting there, I notice on the other side of the river, there are police in riot gear, but they're sitting down on the hillside and kind of watching, and we wave and they wave, and it all seems quite calm and lovely. So our ceremony is done, and we get up, and we go to move back to camp where you end the ceremony. And there's one gentleman, a white boy, who decides this is an opportunity to do more. And he starts jumping around and he tries to get us motivated to follow him. Now, we thought there was three or 400 of us, but we learned when we made this giant circle that, in fact, there are almost 1,000 of us there peacefully making this circle. So it's quite nice. So this white boy starts jumping up and down and saying, we've got enough people here. We could take them. We could run across the river and run up that hill and take them. And I'm thinking, I saw some tanks, and then they have helicopters, and I am not sure about this. And he's starting to get people riled to go that way. And the elders and the indigenous people say, we are not doing that. Our ceremony is to go back. Go ahead and let him do what he's doing. We're moving back. And as he's jumping around the river and looking threatening, the police start coming. And suddenly there's more and more and more of them coming down the hill. And it's looking tense, and they're starting to grab their weapons. And he is getting his clothes off and ready to jump in the river. And there are people milling around. And the word goes out, our ceremony is not here. It is to walk back. And so I start trying to help and tell people, oh, yeah, we're going back. We're walking our ceremony. And this group of 900 to 1,000 people turns slowly and starts walking back to camp. And I turn and look over my shoulder and see the man, and he's pulling his pants back on and the white, white man by the river and seeing that nobody's following him. And so he just puts his clothes back on and walks behind. And the police stop, and they turn around and go back. And we have this beautiful video that has now gone viral um, about this ceremony. And we went back to camp, and it was all good. And so as we were walking back to camp, I realized, oh, yes, this was a mighty fine idea to come here. (laughs) Thank you.